Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pena, and I'm bringing you today's word from March 1st, 2019. I'm teaching a series entitled Heaven on Earth. I've been teaching this series all year, and within it, there's a sub-series entitled Press Through It. And so as we've been looking at things uh, from the life of the Apostle Paul, we've been gleaning some nuggets so that we can press through every obstacle that we encounter on the path to our destiny. I'm going to close out the portion that we've been doing uh, for a few weeks now. We've been looking at 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 2 through 10 for a while. And uh, today's the last day we'll look at that passage and then we'll move on. But I'm still going to be teaching on pressing through it next week, just not necessarily from this passage. So the title of today's message is, do you know you are not good enough? Look at me for a minute. Here's the question. The question is, do you know, did you already know that you're not good enough? You are not good enough to do what God called you to do. You are not good enough to be who God called you to be. Now, of course, I'm saying that you can do all things through Christ. I'm just saying that in and of yourself, like your own faculties, your own ability, your own power, your own strength, your own humanity, in and of yourself, you're not good enough. Now, with God, you can do anything, but without God, without him, we, we shouldn't attempt to do anything, right? And so um, that's how Jesus lived. That's how we're supposed to live. So we've been looking at this whole uh, trip, this amazing experience that the Apostle Paul had when he went to heaven. We've looked at it for a few weeks, and I want to close it out today. So instead of taking credit for the trip, uh, like many of us would do, like maybe, hey, I'm special because God called me to go to heaven. Instead of taking credit for the trip or boasting in the fact that God selected him to go to heaven, whereas other people were not selected to have that type of experience, he got to go to heaven. He got to see things that he said was unlawful for humans to see. He got to hear things that he said was unlawful for humans to utter. What Paul did was he chose to boast in his weakness, to boast in God's strength instead of boasting in his goodness. Why? Because the apostle Paul understood that power, God's power, is, is released or unleashed from heaven through us when heaven finds a human on this planet that has a yielded heart, that has a submitted heart, a human who is completely humble, fully embracing the grace of God to do whatever that man or woman is called to do, heaven can then do uh, the impossible, the, the supernatural through that human because that human is now a human conduit of the divine. It is only when we die to self that we fully open our heart to God's best so that we could be the man or the woman that God has called us to be from the foundations of the world. So what does this mean to you today? On this Friday morning, as we seek to close out the week strong, head into the weekend strong, what does this mean to you today? Um, to answer this question, I actually have four questions for you on this Friday morning. I'm going to close out uh, the week with four questions for you. I want you to open up your heart now to receive what God is saying. Four questions. Number one, do you deserve what God has done in your life? Like thus far to this point, think about it. Do you deserve it? Um, instead of boasting in the fact that he was selected to visit heaven, Paul boasted in the realization that he was not worthy of the trip. God is a good God. And yes, God wants to bless us richly. God wants to bless you richly. God bless Paul richly. Um, so God wants to do it and God will. God is going to be better to you than you deserve. But that's the point. The point is you don't deserve it. And you got to get to this realization because Satan is going to do everything that he can to get you to feel unworthy of God's blessing in order to get you or drive you into guilt and shame and condemnation. So do yourself a favor. Beat Satan to the punch. 
openly acknowledge the fact that you are not worthy of what God has done in your life. You did not earn it. It was not merit-based. You don't deserve it. It was not based on your performance. God wants to bless you by his grace and not your merit. God wants to bless you because God is good, not because you are, just because he loves you. And when you settle this issue in your heart, it will be easier for you to do two things. Number one, it'll be easier for you to accept the blessings from God, everything that he wants to do in your life. And number two, it's going to be easier for you to resist condemnation from Satan because Satan wants you to feel condemned and, and the Holy Spirit wants you to feel convicted of the righteousness that Jesus provided for you. He just wants you to open up your heart to God's best. So number two, second question, um, will you be good enough to deserve what God has planned for your future? So if, if, if you get past the fact that you're not good enough for what God has already done in your past, the question now is, are you going to be good enough for what God has planned for your future? So if Satan can get you to feel condemned and the fact that you're not worth if, if, or let me say it this way, if he can't get you uh, to feel condemned over your past, right? Then what he's going to try to do is to get you to feel condemned or unworthy about your future so that you can be like, oh no, no, I, Lord, I don't, I don't, you know, woe is me. I, I don't deserve that. Don't give it to me. No, no. The father wants you to open up your heart to his best. So you, what you want to do is get past it. You want to beat Satan to the punch here as well. Acknowledge the fact that yes, I'm not good enough for what God has already done guess what? I'm not good enough for what God is going to do either. And I'm okay with that. When you accept God's plans by faith, I accept God's plans by faith, knowing that God made those plans for me by grace. So God decided to bless me. God decided to use me. God decided to call me. God knew all my faults, all my flaws, all my failures. God knew all the stuff I was going to do wrong and God called me anyway. It's not like God needed to wait to Tuesday to find out what I'm going to do on Tuesday. And since God knows everything I was ever going to do and God called me anyway, then I get past the fact that I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. I don't care. God called me anyway. I accept it. God made his plans for me by grace. I accept those plans by faith. So that once you do that, it it will keep you from feeling timid or intimidated. It will keep you from succumbing to the attacks of the enemy. It will keep you from feeling condemned. You will embrace the fact that you are worthy, not because of you, but because Jesus made you worthy. I wasn't good enough. Jesus was good enough for me. I'm not righteous in and of myself. I'm not self-righteous. Jesus was righteousness for me. Jesus took on my sin. I take on his righteousness. Jesus made me right with the father and I accept it. Number three, Another question, will you have the ability to accomplish God's will for your life? Will you have the ability? So if you get past the fact that I wasn't good enough for my past, I'm not really good enough for the future. So here's the next question is, can I do it? Like, I mean, am I able to do what God is calling me to do? Will you be good enough to accomplish what God has called you to do? So here's the answer. The answer is you're not good enough. You're not able to accomplish it in and of yourself, but you can do all things through Christ. So the key is without God, I cannot, but with God, I can do all things. And there is a liberating freedom found in acknowledging your inadequacies before a holy God. Once I know that, listen, I know I can't, but with God, I can. That's, that was Paul's strength. Paul boasted in his weakness. Why? So that Christ's power could rest upon him. So when you boast in your weakness, when you say, look, I am not good enough, but God's grace is always enough, then God's strength can may be made 
be made perfect in your weakness. So when I know that I'm not good enough, God can be good enough through me. When I know that I don't have, I don't have the power, God's power can flow through me. And that's how we live a supernatural life. That's how we accomplish what we were born to accomplish while we're in the land of the living. So what you and I want to do is get past the fact that we're not good enough for what God did in our past. Get past the fact that we're not good enough for what God has planned for our future. Get past the fact that we could never do what God has called us to do without him. And just embrace that it's all about God anyway. Once we're there, and like, Lord, it's all about you. Now we're in position to accomplish in a, the supernatural, to accomplish God's will before we die. Number four and finally. Last question. Will your level in, of commitment uh, be enough to stay the course? So then after all of that, if you get past all of that and say, okay, fine, I'm not worthy, I'm not good enough, I'm good. God is good enough for me. Then Satan is going to say, yeah, but you're not going to stay the course. You're not going to be committed enough. And, and, and he's going to try to get you to, to doubt your level of commitment. But even then, the word of God gives us hope. So 2 Timothy 2 and 13 says that even when we are faithless towards God, God remains faithful towards us, for he cannot deny himself. When God looks at us, first of all, when Satan looks at us, he sees sin. When God looks at us, he sees his son. <laughs> and when God looks at us, he sees the plans that he made for us from the foundations of the world. So when God looks at us, he cannot deny himself. So even when we are faithless towards God, even when our commitment towards God wavers and falters, God's commitment towards us will never waver. It will never falter. He will never turn his back on us. He will never relax the grip that he has on us. Listen, God tirelessly pursued you and I, us, until we said yes to his son. And God is tirelessly pursuing us now until we say yes to his plans. And God will never turn his back on us. He is committed to us, more committed to us than we're committed to him. And so when you embrace that, when you say, you know what, I am going to do what God called me to do. And it has nothing to do with my performance. And it has nothing to do with my merit. And it has nothing to do with the fact that I am not good enough, that God called me anyway, it has everything to do with God's un earned and undeserved and amazing grace. So I, listen, I cannot fall into fear, doubt, or unbelief. I will, I, I will not fall into condemnation because there's nothing to be condemned for. God forgave me. God cleansed me. God knew I wasn't good enough and he called me anyway. God puts his super on my natural, enabling me to do what I could never do without him. It is the grace of God. It's by the grace of God that I am who I am. And so, and this grace of God, this grace that is extended towards me, like Paul said, shall not be wasted. I'm going to embrace the grace of God. I'm going to resist every attack of the enemy. I'm going to resist every thought of condemnation. I refuse to feel condemned because I am the righteousness of God in Christ. Yes, I'm not good enough. And, and, and it feels good for me to say it. I'm not good enough without God, but with God, I can do all things. There's nothing I can't do because God is on me and in me and with me and for me. So let's let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you now to declare this, speak this, prophesy this over your life. Say this. Say, Father, I open my heart to your grace. I openly acknowledge the fact that I do not deserve what you've done for me in my past. You have been better to me than I've been to you. You have blessed me far beyond my performance. So I look back and say, thank you. I also acknowledge the fact that your future plans are far greater than anything I could deserve. As you reveal things to me about my future, <laughs> all I can do is accept them by faith, knowing 
that they were birthed by your grace. I also acknowledge the fact that I cannot accomplish your plans without your power. My strength is not good enough. Therefore, instead of feeling bad about my weakness, I boast in it. <laughs> my weakness opens the door to your strength. On my own, I cannot. But by your grace, I can. And I will. And lastly, Father, when Satan questions my commitment, I remind Satan of your commitment towards me. You are more committed to me than I could ever be. You will never leave me. You will never forsake me. You will always be there for me. And I'm confident that I will arrive at your desired destination for my life. Come what may, your grace is on me to press through it. I declare this by faith in Jesus name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org and sign up. There's a subscribe button there. Subscribe. Get the messages. They're going to be a blessing to you. It's a Friday morning. I want you to close out the week strong. I want you to head into the weekend strong. I want you to get past the fact that you're not good enough, that you're not good enough today. You weren't good enough yesterday. You won't be good enough tomorrow. Get over it. Embrace the grace of God. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. I love you and God loves you. And do me a favor. Before you leave the screen, please share this message on your social media, on your timeline with your friends. Have an amazing day and an amazing weekend. God bless you.